0: people who used to not believe in ghosts but do now, what experience changed your mind? NSFW, I was one of the firefighters working on ground zero for 9-11. I lost two of my buddies, and it still haunts me to this day. As I was making my way through the rubble, I heard someone screaming. I bolted to wherever I heard the sound, and only found a twisted body on a rebar. The body was burnt and pale, and it looked like it had been there a while. I watched a firefighter walk up the rubble towards me, and hug me. I was confused, but I understood why he wanted a hug. I hugged him back, and when I opened my eyes, there was no firefighter. I stood there, holding a helmet. I don't know how I got this helmet, but it was in my hands. The golden eagle on the front had been bronzed, and a hole through the side of the helmet, with dried blood around it. I was holding this helmet in tears, while in front of an impaled civilian. I did some research, and the firefighter that I hugged had apparently died three hours before I saw him. I still have that helmet, and I will never forget the hug the fallen firefighter gave me. Ooh, ooh, I have a story. So in high school, I worked kids' birthday parties. The place was basically a giant gym, and gymnastics-slash-dance classes were also held there. One day, I came in, and one of the girls I worked with, who was very spiritual and very religious, was totally freaked out. During the gymnastics class she taught that morning, one of the kids was staring up at the ceiling. When she asked the kid what he was doing, he said, there's a little boy up there and pointed at the ceiling. Strange enough, but whatever. Kids are weird. Later, two girls who were working a birthday party before mine came out of the gym and were visibly shaken. A pair of five-year-old twins went down a slide and then stared at the ceiling. They both said that there was a little boy up there, in the same spot on the ceiling that the kid from the morning gymnastics class. We all went in and inspected the ceiling. Of course, it was just a regular, gray, warehouse y ceiling. But we were all super freaked out at that point. During my party, I was pushing a little boy on the giant swing we had in the gym. He, too, began to stare at the ceiling. He said directly to my face, Hey, there's a little boy up there. We told all of our co workers and managers about the three separate experiences we had today with children from different parties and classes seeing a little boy on the ceiling. The next day, we had downtime between parties, and nobody was in the gym. There are cameras in the gym that allow parents to see their children playing from the lobby. My manager called us out of the break room. Guys, check this out. We come out and see the screen which is streaming from the gym, showing that giant swing going back and forth. Nobody's in there. It's just the swing going. I like to think that the ghost was truly a little boy who just wanted to play, and he finally got to go on the swing. Could be worse. My girlfriend's grandfather's ashes were on a little shelf in the living room, right next to a very solid-slash-heavy angel statue. Well one weekend she and I are fooling around on the living room couch and out of the corner of my eye, I see the angel statue fly off the wall, accompanied with a deep grunt. Now when I say this thing flew off the wall, I'm talking seven to eight feet of air before landing on the hard wood and leaving a dent where the wing hit. Even if this thing had fell off the wall, it would have dropped straight down, not soared with force. Well we both stood there in shock, and I whispered if she had heard the grunt as well, to which she agreed. So we both booked it for the day. Well, that night at dinner, we told her parents what happened, leaving out the naughty bit, and Megan's younger sister burst into tears saying she had seen a dark figure at the foot of her bed the last couple's nights but didn't want anyone to think she was crazy. Grandfather that died had mental health issues that caused a lot of pain. Vailp, after that day, I was a believer. A while after my grandma died, my mom and I were looking at a photo of her we had on a shelf. She was never a nice person. Till the moment she died she refused any help from anyone, but was quick to steal and lie. My grandma also didn't like my mom. Anyways, I mention how in the photo she's not smiling and how she never really smiled in life. My mom agrees with me and then the glass cracked straight across my grandma's lips in the photo. My mom took the picture down the next day. My wife and I swear that our daughter used to talk to ghosts when she was a toddler. She was an only child at the time. First instance I remember, was her telling me that she was talking to Nana. That's what I called my grandmother, who passed about 15 years before my daughter was born. My daughter was young and so I hadn't even talked about Nana to her, so I showed her a picture and asked who she spoke to. There were four women, three of which I didn't even know, but without hesitation she pointed to my Nana. Okay, no biggie. Some months later, my wife and I are trying for baby number two. After my wife gets pregnant, my daughter is sitting next to her on the couch and puts her head on her belly and says. Mommy, there's a baby in there. Okay, maybe that's coincidence. She overheard us saying something. A few weeks later, my wife miscarries. Maybe my daughter picked up on our sadness, who knows, but she again puts her head on her stomach and says. Mommy, there's no baby in there anymore. Then, several months and one more, very early, miscarriage later, my daughter tells us. I was talking to my brother last night and he said that my sister is coming to live with me soon. Again, she's an only child and had no, living? Brother. We were still trying at this point, but had not taken any tests. We picked one up that night, and sure enough, pregnant. When time came to reveal the gender, I wasn't even interested. My daughter had already said it was a girl. Sure enough, I have two daughters. I still don't believe in ghosts, but I did have a strange experience. I had a cat who I found in a ditch many years ago. She was cute and I pet her, so she followed me back down the train tracks about a mile to my home. I opened the door for her and she went in. She was offered the opportunity to go back out, and did for a moment but then came back in. She was mine forever. I've had many pets over the years and loved them all. But this one was different. She wanted to be near me all the time. I'd often said I'd never had a cat who made me feel like my personal space was being violated before. She followed me up to bed every night and purred me to sleep. She died fairly quickly. I barely even had a chance to say goodbye. I knew she was ill, having been diagnosed with hyperthyroidism, which cat owners will know is not a good thing to hear. Although progress has been made ask your vets about the pens. They've worked miracles for my current cat who also has it. They vomit their food up and waste away slowly, eventually succumbing to either congestive heart failure or kidney damage. She had taken a turn for the worse and I thought her treatment wasn't working. On examination, they found tumors in her stomach and liver. She had been dealt a mortal blow and was only going to suffer harder and harder. In the most painful one I've ever had to deal with, I put her down and she even meowed one last time before the end. I forgot to mention that this cat was also the most talkative I've ever had. She frankly wouldn't shut up, I buried her in the yard to keep her close and tried to go to sleep, completely beside myself with grief. As I lay down, I heard something, familiar. I live in an old house and my bedroom doesn't have a door, so I installed one of those plastic sliding doors. The slats it's made of make a telltale clacking sound when they're disturbed, like they did when a cat pushes in between them and the doorframe. I heard this, and a moment later, I felt the foot of my bed compress, and could feel the mattress deform around my feet, up beside my legs and roughly to my hips, I looked. No cat. I don't know how to explain this. I don't believe in ghosts and I'm sure grief can cause some pretty significant psychological disturbances. A quick perusal of my post-history will very quickly show I am anything but cuddly, but I was absolutely in the kind of deep grief where one would expect that as I love that cat more than basically anything else. Even typing this now, years later is making my eyes well up with sadness for my lost friend. I could write off the sound of the plastic slats as a breeze or a hallucination. Older members of my family said they saw my father after he died and I've read about grief-induced hallucinations before. But to feel my mattress deform like that, in exactly the way she used to circle my feet and come up beside me. I don't know what to think. A few weeks after we put our dog down, I felt the compression of footprints walking next to me along the mattress, like she used to do when she wanted to cuddle. Was comforting in a way but also scary and confusing. Worked at a public pool, I would work alone after hours cleaning the building and the pool. One night around 2 am I'm cleaning the change rooms. The pool has been closed for 4 hours at this time. I hear the sound of a child's laughter and bare feet running across the pool deck. I go out and scan the area, there's nobody in sight. The doors are all closed and locked, there is nowhere a kid could be hiding. No wet footprints on the pool deck. I recheck the doors and the security monitors. I am the only person in the building. It was unsettling. Most of my family is extremely religious and believe in ghosts wholeheartedly. Most of them claim to have seen something paranormal at some point in their lives. I wasn't very religious, and I always thought to myself. If I haven't seen it, then it's not real. That changed during my senior year in high school. I was dog sitting at my great aunt's house while she was out of town for a few days. A little after midnight, I'm watching a movie and my aunt's dog starts barking like crazy and runs up the stairs at full speed. The dog was small, but fierce. Suddenly, I clear as day heard a gravelly voice at the top of the stairs say. Bad doggy. The voice was deep and masculine. I went upstairs because I was certain nobody else was supposed to be there. I looked around and there was nobody in sight. The dog was still barking at something that I couldn't see. She was just barking in an empty hallway. That's when I heard footsteps walking away from us down the hall and into my aunt's bedroom. I could hear the footsteps, but I couldn't see anybody making them. I noped the F out of that house with the dog and went outside in my car. The dog and I slept there for the night. I'm not entirely sure WTF I experienced that night, but I definitely believe in the paranormal now. I never told my aunt about what happened, but apparently my great uncle, her husband, had died in that house a few months after I was born. I never knew him, but I'm willing to bet that it was him who I heard that night. I was visiting my mother after my dad died. She went shopping with her sister and left me alone. I heard my dad as plain as day up in his room. He got up from his computer chair walked over to the door and opened it. He walked down the stairs and stood on the last step for a few seconds before walking back up to his room and closing the door. I was probably 5 feet from him in the living room. I just froze. It scared the hell out of me. I'll be right there, God. I just gotta clean out this hard drive, and search history, before anyone else can see what I was into. I'm reassured now that I know I can still clean my HDD after my death. I can sleep more peacefully. When I was about 10 to 14 I had terrible insomnia. I would imagine things and felt incredibly unsafe as though I was being watched although I never admitted this to anyone. I began only sleeping on the couch, with my back against the wall, and had to have the TV or some sort of light on. I missed an immense amount of school because of this so my mom had me see a neurologist. The neurologist diagnosed me with some things, but the crazy part was during my sleep study I slept amazingly well, no issues at all and slept in the real bed. Eventually I got transferred to a children's hospital and speaking to the doctor I explained I would see things and felt uncomfortable, they had thought I was experiencing sleep paralysis. When they told my mom she went ghost white, She pulled me aside and explained she was experiencing things, too. She described in detail what I was seeing. That evening she approached my brother and asked broad questions, do you have anything weird happen in home? Etc. He also described what we experienced. It was then I realized we must have paranormal activity and I've believed it ever since. When we moved out of that house all my sleep issues abruptly stopped and I haven't experienced it since. What were these experiences if you don't mind? Sorry I didn't think the post would really get this much attention, so I didn't put a lot of effort into detail. I would see a large dark figure that I believed to be a man who would walk the halls at night. I would see things happening or hear things happening like a cup would fall off the counter or items on an entry table move. One evening I remember seeing a black figure that was smaller, size of basketball, run across my bedroom floor, hit the wall, and went under my bed. As I was convincing myself it was imaginary my mom came running in since she heard the thud. At the time we hadn't all concluded the ghost thing so I didn't say what it was but ran out the house and spent the night at my friend's because I was terrified. My mom experienced many times the feeling of someone sitting on her bed. She said she'd think it was one of us and look but there wouldn't be anyone there just an indent as if someone was. There's more but I'm at work my break's over, I'll have to keep typing later if there's interest. I saw a reflection of myself at the end of a hallway in a friend's apartment building, only he told me the day after there was never any mirror in the hallways.